All right, so just realized that this album actually dropped at the pretty much the tail end of 2023. It is not a 2024 album as I thought it was. So when you hear me mention that in the review, uh, just ignore that. I already did the review, listened to the album and everything. Again, this is a mistake I've made in the past, girl. <laughs> but I'll be better you know, going forward, definitely try to be better. And uh, please let me know about any 2024 albums that are out now. If not, I'll I'll figure out what I'm going to do for the coming weeks. But just, just doing this little announcement for a little clarification as to, you know, the times when this album dropped. It didn't drop this year, but it almost did. Anyways, thanks for listening to the review. Hope you enjoy What up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest, or you love Ernest, back again with another episode the My Two Cents Podcast. And this week's episode, I am doing a review for the latest album from Westside Gun and Conway the Machine, featuring Alchemist as well, with Hall and Nash 2. Now... Hall of Nash 2 being the second installment in the Hall of Nash, I guess now we can call it a series, of from Griselda members Westside Gun and Conway and producer Alchemist, The Alchemist. I didn't listen to the first one. I am familiar with pretty much everybody on this album. Um, and if you are familiar with my taste in rap music, taste in music in general, um, you would know that this style of rap isn't necessarily music that I personally would say that it's my favorite style of rap or my preferred uh, type of music. But since this being the first album that I uh, listened to that dropped this year in 2024, it's, it dropped in 2024, um, so it's if if anyone knows of any other albums dropping or you know so please let me know but to my knowledge and shout out to the music app that I listened to uh they informed me <laughs> listen to music too again no free shout out over here but if they sponsor me you will get that shout out anyways they did inform me about this album coming out and I figured you know what let me review it let me check it out um, again, I do, I am familiar with Westside and Conway and of course Alchemist. Alchemist has had plenty of reviews on here, plenty of pl- positive reviews on here. I would have to say this is my first or second time, uh, reviewing, um, one of these, uh, uh, you know, it's my first time listening to a Harlan Nash album. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, it's just I didn't listen to Hall of Nash the first one, so can't share my thoughts on that. But as far as just this one goes, and just uh, as I was getting into it, it's my first time actually uh, fully reviewing, I believe, a joint project with Westside Gun and Conway the Machine. Usually, it was just. Uh, reviewing either songs or you know one individual album or something else uh, someone else from Griselda 
but it's my first time checking these guys. Well, not checking them out, but reviewing them here on the podcast. Um, and I've done so purposely because, again, I, they don't necessarily make the type of rap music that I'm into anymore. I stated this plenty of times, even with like their affiliates and just others as well, such as a Boldy James. Um, you know, he is one that I'm a fan of and I uh, listen to um, because, you know, he's he, I just like his style and just, you know, it, it to me, it sounds better, you know, in my opinion, of course. Uh, but this is we're not here to talk about Boldy. We're here to talk about Westside, Conway and Alchemist. So production on this thing being done by Alchemist. So, you know, it was some good production on here. You know, I won't say that every single song was something that I personally liked or found aesthetically pleasing to listen to. But as far as performances go, Alchemist's performance on this album was not necessarily slouchy, right? Neither was Conway's performance for the most part. Now, I understand Westside Gun has his style. Um, he has a particular uh, personality that he brings on to whatever song that he is on. Um, and I get that. Um, but on here, personally, I feel as though the style that he brings just gets tired really, really quick. And it comes to a point where if you are, you know, someone like me, it's like, I just want to hear good rapping, good to decent rapping from you. Like, can you give me that? You know, not, not the, not, you know, I, I understand part of your personality is you uh, being seriously goofy, but serious at the same time. Um, you not necessarily, you know, looking to be Mr. Lyrical Miracle or flowing and stuff. And you just getting your, your, your ish off. You know what I'm saying? I know that's his thing again. And I don't want to necessarily take away from that, but I have heard him and he's done it on here as well, but I have heard him rap. And I, when I say rap, I mean like seriously get down, get busy and, and actually seem as though he's taking the song seriously. Like, like he's taking the time that he is in the booth seriously. You know what I'm saying? Um, I hope you know what I'm saying, but you know, that's what I'm pretty much hinting at here is like on this thing, it just seemed very lackadaisical on his end for the, for the most part, at least that's what I got for him. Um, I have it here in my notes, actually, like it, it's the third last song on this album and it's the first time Westside actually started spit, you know? And it's not that his voice and it wasn't present throughout all of the songs prior to this song that I'm talking about. Um, but, you know, and the song is called Fucking Get High, by the way. Um, but it's again, it was the first time. And then he did it a couple more times afterward. But like I said, it's the third. It's the third last song on the album, which means it was two more songs after that that completed this entire album. Right. He did it on the song right after as well, where it seemed as though that's what he really wanted to rap. And I, to me, it was just it was weird in a sense, because it's like now you're choosing to I don't know how they decided to construct this album. Obviously, these those two songs could have been songs that were done 
at the first, you know, the first songs that were made, but they decided for some reason to put it at the tail end of this album. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not going to pretend to be privy to how the process of this album was made, but whether it was the first tracks, the last tracks, somewhere in the middle, to me, it's like, why, you know, this is just as much your album as it was Conway's album, you know, if we're talking about the lyrics, uh, the, 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 the vocals on it, this album, to me, it's like, you should have taken it, uh, just as, again, not saying that he had to do what Conway did and be a Conway, no, be yourself, but, you know, understand that (laughs) if you want to stick out as much as Conway, you have to do more than just, you know, ad-libbing all the time, you know, and, and, and just blurting out things because, you know, that's your thing. Um, but again, some folks will probably listen to this review and you might be someone that's very, very familiar with Griselda because I don't listen to all their projects. Like I said, to the artists on the label that drop, I do listen to their stuff because they have consistently showed me reasons as to why I should check them out. And there are times periodically where it's like, okay, I'm going to check out this guy. I'm going to check out Conway. I'm going to check out a, you know, um, you know, whoever, right? Because it's like, all right, I either have nothing else to listen to, or I might, you know, a song might be suggested to me and I'm like, let me check it out. And it does actually sound good. And I'm like, all right, that's, that's, that's dope. I would like to hear more. Um, so I mentioned that because if you are familiar with them, you probably are like, Ernest, he always does this. You're unfamiliar with with their sound, and therefore that's why it, it, it annoys you or whatever. My thing is whether I'm familiar with it, and I am familiar with them, as I've stated before. I know I know Westside does this, but if I am super familiar, like someone who listens to all of of Griselda's albums, no matter who on the label is dropping, or if it's just you listen once every other year or so or once or twice a year because they drop like a hundred times a year right you know um to me the style is still annoying like it, it, to me it's it's still i won't say annoying it's it's it gets born after a while and that's just my honest assessment it gets born after a while you know um if it happens on one song you know, one song after another, or if it happens that way, then it's like, you know, at, at every other song, let me put that one, not one song after another, because it was like that up until the end of this album, you know what I'm saying, where it was one song after another, after another, it just seemed as though he wasn't saying anything, he was saying something, but he wasn't necessarily saying anything, and at least Conway, again, even though I felt again that you know that the confidence that he has and all this other stuff and he does have lyrical ability I don't think he's as good as others say that he is or that he you know truly believes that he's the best but nonetheless the confidence is <laughs> you can't hate on the confidence you can't hate on the confidence he or any other member of Griselda or any other rapper for that matter or musician has you know what I'm saying you can't hate on the confidence because I, I like to see that and whether I'm a fan of yours or not I like to see 
That's how you truly feel about yourself. It's a bonus when you can back it up. And I'm not saying Conway can't back it up at all uh, because he does show that there is merit to his arguments for being the best and all this other stuff. I don't see it to the fullest of extent, but it's not like he's a trash rapper screaming best rapper alive shots fired at, you know, a rapper who used to scream that all the time that I never thought he was the best rapper alive anyway. But anyways, we're not here to talk. We're not here to talk about this. Again, I'm just here to talk about this album, man. And, you know, I just wish again that, um, well, I can't say I wish because nothing is going to change. They are going to be who they are. They've been doing it for years. They're not going to listen to just lowly old me and say things. And, and even if others agree with it. Uh, now, if their fans agree with it, mm, I guess. I don't know. They're probably still not going to change because it's their fans. Benny the Butch- Butcher was going off on uh, their fans. You know, their dedicated fans. You know what I'm saying? And then trolls, of course. Already did an episode about that and all that other shit, but uh, you know there were some valid criticisms from the actual fans, people who are like more familiar with Griselda than I am, you know. And maybe some of y'all are listening and you agree with what I'm saying right now, you know, um, about just how it how this album sounded and just how their style is as of lately or just just how to me it just it just got boring to be honest with you it just got boring um again i will say again i i do like the production i'm not going to talk much about alchemist's work on here simply because not to not undermine the man but alchemist did what he always does and you know what uh, the thing about alchemist as well is what hasn't already been said about the dude you know that's not a bad thing you know he's consistently good but you know seeing as i just reviewed alchemist album just a few months ago granted it was 2013 but just a few months ago um not much has changed as far as my thoughts about his production or just his contribution but i still mess with it so obviously there's my thoughts about the production and as much as i was going on about how i didn't necessarily like Westside's contribution to this album Conway again at least did something more than uh just you know he 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 said things <laughs> you know I'm saying it again I don't want to make it seem like it was an insult on Westside like that man again that man ain't saying none you know what I'm saying but it's like okay like this is this is all you're going to bring to this song this is all you're going to bring to this beat this is all you're going to bring and then like i said it wasn't till fucking get high maybe it was maybe it was the the whole title and just the whole overall feel of it which is like what he wants to do just fucking get high and that's what he wanted to do all life all, all the rest of his life and listen i ain't mad at it you know what i'm saying if i got high then i'd that'd probably be something I'd really like to do is fucking get high. But I like fucking and doing other things as well, but not getting high, you know, but 
I understand why that would be, you know, someone's goal in life or that would be a motivator for somebody in life. So it seemed as though he just sounded more lively on that track um, than the entire album. And oddly, it happened to be one of my favorite verses on this album, despite Conway having a lot more airtime, a lot more verses, to me at least, notable, uh, you know, a lot more airtime, meaning that he was noticeable a lot. I mean, it's not that Conway didn't have notable verses. Um, I'm just saying, when Westside really wants to take it seriously, it was like, okay, he can do so, you know? Um, all in all, I think that either of these dudes, although they, you know, are both, especially with Conway, he, he has his feelings about, uh, how better he is than, you know, other rappers and stuff. And again, he is entitled to that feeling. I still get the feeling that this album, one of the weird things about it to me, the weirdest thing was this, it felt like they we're pretty much saying we have nothing to prove to y'all. We can do what we want or we don't have to do this. We have nothing to prove to y'all, right? We just do this just to do this. Um, and then as I'm listening to it, it's like, well, if you have nothing to prove, why are you still making music? You know what I'm saying? Or, well, not why are you still making music, but why are you, why do you feel the need to remind people that, um, you're better than folks if you have nothing to prove whether it be within the music whether it be the street shit if you have nothing to prove then what's the constant reminder for you know that was a question that I kept asking as I was listening to this album um but aside aside from that again um not really not not necessarily my type of rap music and for those who are longtime listeners or if you even just know me personally you just happen to listen to this review as opposed to i don't know the hundreds of other reviews i've done on here that you ain't listened to fake ass but no i'm just joking kind of but you know this is not necessarily my style of rap music um but i will listen to it from time to time because you know, one, like I said, if there's nothing else for me to listen to, might as well do it. And number two, uh, you will still end up getting gems from this type of music. And again, this is a style of rap music that I used to listen to faithfully all the time when I was much younger. You know, when I was a kid, <laughs> when I was growing up, when, you know, when I was the age where I probably shouldn't have been listening to this type of music, but I was. And so with that being said, like I knew, like I, like I'm familiar with the sound. So whether you're like, oh, you don't know nothing about Griselda and you don't be listening to them like that and you ain't familiar with this thing. I'm familiar enough to make an opinion on the music. I'm familiar enough <laughs> to know what I'm getting into, to know what to expect to know different styles, to know what will change, what isn't going to change, to notice if there are changes. That's how familiar I am with them. All right. 
y'all need to get it. And I'm talking to the fans at this point. So I'm going to say that and then I'm going to wrap up this episode. But y'all need to get it under your you you need to understand that some people just ain't going to like the music that you like. And that's very much okay. It has nothing to do with, oh, you can't relate to it or you can't. Some people just don't like the sound. Some people just don't like the content, whether they find it relatable or not. Yes, does relatability play into why people like or dislike music? Yeah, sure can. But that is not the 100%. That is not 100% the reason as to why someone would like or dislike a a song. Because a lot of the folks who who will make that argument, they themselves can't relate to the music. And yet they like it. So clearly the relatability is not the reason as to why I or myself may not like this style of rap. So just understand that not everyone's going to like the music that you like and it's okay. Or the style of music that you like. And that's okay. If you're truly confident in, you know, your, your taste, you would not care. All right. Simple as that. All in all, I give this album a four out of 10. And that's my thoughts about this album here, Hall of Nash 2. I do have favorite tracks though. So we're going to get into a commercial break and then we'll get into the favorite tracks. Stay tuned. So I don't just like listening to music with a socially conscious message. I like to talk about these things as well. And I do so on the Earnest Thoughts podcast. The Earnest Thoughts podcast is a weekly podcast just like this one where I talk about social issues going on within the world, going on within the United States, life in general, pretty much everything that's outside of music specifically, because I have this wonderful podcast for that. So if you want to hear my thoughts on anything outside of the music, check out the Earnest Thoughts podcast. You can check that podcast out and subscribe to it on the same platforms you're listening to this podcast. I appreciate your listening. All right, back with my favorite tracks. And then there's two. Some things don't ever change, huh? <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, but as I made this implementation uh, last year, with one of the last few reviews that I did uh, for the 2023 year, I am going to rank my favorite tracks on any album that I listen to, any project, music project, album, whatever that I listen to going forward. So if there's two tracks, obviously I'm going to do, you know, the top two. If there's five, you know how, you know how it is. So that being said, I'm going to continue on with that trend with this album here. And that the number two spot for my second favorite track on this album is Fork in the Pot. Fork in the Pot had a lovely dope feature from Schoolboy Q. Uh, Shout out to him. It was great to hear him again. He still sounds well, which is a good sign because TDE got my thoughts on them and it's a lot of thoughts that I've actually been wanting to share about TDE for some time and I did say, say say so here and there sprinkled in my opinions here and there but never gave y'all a full-fledged 
focused episode as I plan on doing sometime in the future. But nonetheless, Schoolboy Q is definitely a standout. Um, not just on this album with his verse, but just within the group. Um, and the song is pretty dope. Again, this is one of the songs where I feel like uh, everybody did their thing. Conway really stood out on this track here. Um, one of my favorite produced songs on this album. So shout, so shout out to Alchemist for that one. Alright. And at the, at the number one, at my favorite song on the album is Fucking Get High. For all you, oh, you you just don't like the music because you can't relate to it. I can't relate to fucking and getting high, but I love this song. <laughs> so what you got to say about that, man? Like, come on, calm down. You know, anyways, uh, this again, like I was saying in the bass review is one of the songs where I wish flow wise from both West Side Gun and Conway. Maybe I would have liked this album a lot more had they both flowed as well as they did on this song, because as I was stating before, I just wish West Side took this album like he he had this this I guess this will to want to perform on this album here just as much as Kanye Conway had the will to want to perform on here you know what I'm saying or at least perform the way that I would prefer for him to perform him being Westside you know I understand that he did perform on here he did what he usually does but what I like from Con, uh, West Side and Conway, but what I like from both of them, West Side in particular, is when he's spitting, you know, and it's not the best, it's not the most lyrical, it's not, you know, all this other stuff, but it's better than the other stuff that we typically get from him, you know, the stuff that was heavily present on this album. That's just my thing. But aside from all of that, Again, I really did enjoy this song. It was a nice vibe. It was dope to hear both Conway and Westside on it. And once again, shout out to Alchemist, one of the best produced songs on this album, you know, or better produced songs on this album. So those are my thoughts. If you've listened to this album, I would love to hear your thoughts. You can do so by sending in a voice message, a voice message feature. Hit the link down there below um, and you'll figure out how you can send a voice message. Or you can just hit me up on Instagram, send a message or comment on the post related to the promotion of this album or this episode. and let me know your thoughts as well. That will be in the description box below. Other links down there will be ways for you to support me monetarily. Get your My Two Cents podcast merch. I'm actually wearing a shirt right now. You can't see because I don't do the video podcast for this. But I am wearing uh, right now. <laughs> I'm wearing the My Two Cents podcast Sure, I will have to do an update on it because Google Podcasts and shout out to the Google Podcast listeners out there. But uh, you all would no longer be able to listen to this podcast on Google Podcasts. It's weird because I got a no- notification the other day, pretty much saying that because um, I listen to my own podcast as well, just to go back to see if I agree or just you know to support myself. Because if you don't support yourself, who gonna support you, right? But anyways. 
I was on Google Podcasts listening to, I don't know, I don't remember if it was this podcast or the Artist Thoughts podcast, either or it was one of my podcasts. And I got the notification saying that if I wanted to continue to listen to this podcast, I would then have to go import the files or whatever, import the information, the RSS feed to YouTube Music. Because Google is trying to pretty much get everyone over to YouTube Music because ain't nobody using that shh. So I don't know what they're going to do with Google Podcasts. They're probably going to discontinue it or I don't know. But it's weird that you take your podcasting platform and yeah, you can listen to podcasts on Google Music. I mean, not Google Music, YouTube Music, which is pretty much Google Music, but YouTube music, nonetheless. Um, I don't know. It was just weird. And they didn't necessarily explain why they were making the transition at all. It was just like, hey, pretty soon starting. I think it's like spring. So you still have a couple months if you are a Google podcast listen podcast listener. But I do want to uh, I did want to update y'all on that. So. You can switch over to YouTube Music, and if you didn't get the notification, um, reach out to Google Podcasts or Google themselves and see if it was, you know, if that's something they're still going to do, that transition is still going to do, or whatever the case is. Uh, sorry, I can't give you a full-fledged walkthrough or detail on how it should be done, um, but there are other ways. There's other platforms that you can just as listen to this podcast freely. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Good Pods, Radio Public, CastBox. Um, these are platforms where you can listen to the podcast. And there's others as well that I'm probably forgetting the name. Um, but I do got to update the merch once again because it has Google Podcasts. But uh, as as the name, because the, the T-shirt goes as follows, has the logo in the front. The logo of the podcast in the front, in the back, it's telling people where people who do see the shirt, uh, you know what I'm saying, where they can listen to this podcast. So, for now, you, I will still keep the old merchandise links up there. The shirts, hoodies, even whatever is up there. I'll still keep it up there for now, up until, let's say, that time in March where, you know or in the springtime, whenever it is, where the transition is about to happen, then I will take those links down and give the updated uh, design of, you know, the merch. But for now, you can still get the old design and, you know, it'll be a rarity. Just like the last time I had to redesign the shirts and stuff because, again, You know, a podcast platform fell through. Rest in peace to Podchaser, right? That's what they was. I think it was. Anyways, like, comment, share, subscribe, rate the podcast. And until next time, until next episode, you hear from me when you hear from me. Peace out.